0: So I'll I'll do, I'll do, uh, one cheat meal on Saturdays. Um, and it'll be like, uh, I don't know, like either I'll order from Red Robin or I'll get pizza, you know, an actual cheat meal. Um, and then my hell yeah, I did it is, um, four little cookies that I have. Like I bought a box of cookies. I get four cookies on Saturday. Mm -hmm. That that man, that big as however many it's it's like, not, not, not much. (laughs) Um, but I get four cookies. Okay? Four like cookies. that, mm-hmm. like that, like that. About that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 a little bit lower. Low, smaller. Mm-hmm. S- smaller. <laughs> oh I'm talk- like you know how you know how you know how tall Tim is. Like that. Like
1: uh, like, like a Darren like- Sproles sized cookie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: My name is Matt Cazanel, and joining me as they always do are my bros. From Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten.
0: Hi, everyone.
2: And from Hatton Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien.
1: Hey, everybody.
2: And there's no Tim Hansen on this week's show,
0: which is a shame. It's a shame that he's not here. Yeah, we miss him. Yeah. Because
2: we recorded the last uh, the last set of episodes, we recorded several weeks ago, so it's been it's been quite some time that we've uh, that have spoken with Tim outside of of text exchanges or, or messages. You know, it's it's it'd be nice to see if he's gotten any taller. <laughs> he's grown at all. You know, yeah. Sometimes like you know, sometimes like uh, you when you were a kid, like your grandmother like wouldn't see it for like a couple of weeks or a couple of months, and be like, oh my god, you've grown so much. I wonder if that's the same way <laughs> with Tim.
0: I think he's actually shrink. Oh he's wow. I mean, like an inch mm-hmm. off or two.
2: We all Man. do, over yeah. time. We hit our we hit our apex for height, and then gravity just pulls us down and down and down. I, w- I
0: would say that it was just he got a haircut, but, well, we know that,
2: so. Mm-hmm. Got his ears lowered. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Got his ears lowered, and his forehead, and his shoulders, his feet, his <laughs> knees, they all just kept going lower and lower and lower. World's <laughs> worst haircut. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the award-winning Brose podcast, available on all major... Podcasting platforms. I don't know where to put the bell. Here it is. Uh, the premise of our show is the bell right here. There we go. Nice. That's a wonderful service. But best so satisfying. $4.5 I've ever spent. Uh, is that we answer questions from us, us, the bros. Each of us brings a question to the table that we want to discuss with our bros. It could be about current events, pop culture, uh, would you rather, is life, the universe, and everything, but whatever we want. Answered on the show, we do so while enjoying a delicious glass of wine or otherwise. But if you want your question answered on the air out there in audience land, send it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com, uh, and we'll answer them on the air. We, we love answering listener questions on
0: the air. So mm-hmm. a we love time. it. Yeah,
2: keeps us honest. Yeah, you get, some, get some outsiders' perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But first, Got to discuss what we're drinking. Uh, not rich or high, though, because we're not drinking. <laughs> Stone no. cold sober. Yeah,
0: it's been the longest two months yeah. ever. Bunch yeah. of dweebs on the podcast
2: now. <laughs> I know. Yeah, the square quotient of this yeah. podcast has um, just increased I, dramatically. Uh, I dorks. I'll yeah.
0: be honest. I as I went out to go food shopping today, I was like, "Where you think I'd be able to get gummies before the show?"
1: Probably not. It like, takes forever.
0: Like, Probably not.
1: I did just get my medical card in the mail though, so we're back in we're back nice. in business, baby. Atta boy, but the business being not having to wait in line to legally <laughs> purchase my drugs. Fast
2: pass. Yep. Yeah, the fast yeah.
0: pass, the drug fast pass.
2: Yeah, drug fast pass, which you know, twenty years ago would have landed you in prison. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Two years ago would have landed you in prison. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, Sean, you are drinking tonight, though.
1: I am drinking tonight. I am drinking A to Z, an Oregon Rosé wine. It's from 2022. It has a very cute bottle. And it is a, a really, really nice uh, rosé. I think it was like $13, $14. Bucks. Just, you know, solid solid pick. Doing Quality.
2: Good. Yeah. You nice. could rate it like a, mm-hmm. a, B, C mm. on, the, on the, the, the rating scale.
1: I'd give it like a... Uh, probably like a B, B plus,
2: Ooh, uh, it is pretty good.
1: Yeah. I would, I would not, uh, recommend like having it with a meal cause it's very sweet, but like it is a really good, like if you want to just sit around, have some like wine and cheeses or something, that's, this is good for you.
2: Word, word, word. Well. Let's get to the questions then. Let's not dilly-dally. No, no more dilly-dally. We didn't have dilly-dallying <laughs> tonight. Is this, yeah, leave the dilly and the dally at the door, ladies and gentlemen, because we've got a podcast to do. And we got questions that we want answered by our bros. But if you want, again, brosayquestionsgmail.com if you want yours answered on the air. we got some questions from Tim Hansen. We've got questions from us. Where do you guys want to start?
0: Hmm. Hmm. Tim's on
2: hmm. two. I'm going to start off with a timely one. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Tim Hansen in absentia, sends us this question. Will you bite the bullet and drink a Bud Light, despite the terrible flavor, in support of the LGBTQ plus community, and to stick it to those whiny right wing alpha males crying about a pretty bottle? <laughs> you guys familiar with this story?
0: I am. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, that's, it's, it's what's wild. Her, how what what's her name? Dylan
1: something? Is that who it is? I forget her name.
2: Oh, the person's name. I don't yeah. know. This is uh, specific to a person. I thought just Butler was rolling out.
1: Uh, no, I think like the. Uh, let's see. It is Dylan Mulvaney, uh, a trans TikTok star. I think yeah. she like she got big on. I think uh, she got big on TikTok because she like transitioned very recently and like documented the, her experience doing so.
2: The moment you said that name, I couldn't help but think of the the SNL sketch, Dylan McDermott or Dermott Mulroney. <laughs> it was, it was three people who had to tell them apart and they were just like, I have no idea. This is two like generic looking, like fifty year old white dudes. Uh, anyway. So um, yeah. so all right. So so she she uh she, she correct?
1: Yeah, she yeah, she uh yeah, so she's now the spokes spokesperson for Bud Light.
2: All right. Nice. Uh, no, it's not getting me to drink Bud Light more. I don't. It's not. It's not a thing where I'm like, now I'm gonna like this this thing where we gotta swing the pendulum the other way. Like, look, it's it, like it's stupid to be like, I'm gonna burn my can of Bud Light or I'm not gonna purchase from Anheuser Busch anymore because they support the LGBTQ community. Like, I think that's dumb. But it also, it does not mean that we need to be fooled into swinging the other way on the pendulum and start buying Bud Light. There are other <laughs> more productive and possibly uh, more tasteful ways of supporting the lgbt yeah, comu- I, community than buying Bud Light. Yeah, rather than spend
1: the whatever 15 bucks on the case of Bud, like just donate to like the Trevor Project or something. You know, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Like but but like it isn't it's a nice gesture and i applaud mm-hmm. them for doing it, but there is not you could not pay me to like there's no reason for me to do it. I'd ra- I I good for them. I will support them yeah. with my words. <laughs> my dollars will go elsewhere yeah.
0: because that shit's The trash. So, so, <laughs> so if you were at a party, at a barbecue, and you saw there were the rainbow Bud Lights in there, and some MAGA fucking asshole was there bitching about the rainbow can, you wouldn't mm-hmm. go grab that can, walk up to their face, and just drink it right in front of them as they're spouting out their bullshit?
2: No, why would I double down on an unpleasant experience by drinking a subpar? Beer? <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna confront person
1: confront a person and also drink a shitty beer. I will just confront I'm into them.
2: an argument at a party. But at least I'm <laughs> at least I'm drinking
1: Bud Light. Yeah, at least I'm gonna uh, feel bloated later for no
2: reason. Like, no, nah, thank no. you. I'll just fucking <laughs> ream the dude. Yeah, uh, like a full fledged adult, I'll reach in grab a Guinness and explain to him why he's wrong. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, my Uh, favorite thing I've seen about this, and I'll, I'll share, it. it's a meme that I saw, Uh, it'd be like, it's like people, like MAGA people, I'm switching to Coors Light, and then Coors Light released a press release about how much more supporting to the LGBT community they've been over the past 30, 40 years, than even Bud Light has, like, mm-hmm. I, 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 it's the, the meme came out really small when I said it to you guys, but like in 78, they were the first Brewer to initiate uh, non-discrimination policies. They funded the logger for first LGBT employee group in 93. Like they've supported LGBT communities. And it's like you have all of these MAGA people who see the rainbow Bud Light. And it's like, oh, I'm going to Coors now. And I was like, well, they support the thing more than the thing mm-hmm. you're against supporting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just, I, I like, I love, I love seeing these snowflakes sit mm-hmm. here and get mad at the fact that mm-hmm. their, 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 their can has a rainbow on it. But, 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 and it's just, mm-hmm. but then they call us snowflakes because we like, we want change and we want things to be better, but it's like, Oh no, a rainbow. It's so scary. Hmm.
2: No, I, uh, uh, yeah, I think the, the piece of advice I can lend to, um, I think there's very very simple conversation I, you can have with, with people who are or were very worked up about the, the Rainbow Can, whether it's Bud Light or Coors, and they're you know, jumping between different beer brands. It's just, uh, you know, spend some time with your kids. <laughs> you spend some time with your kids and stop freaking the fuck out about beer cans and, and what, uh, which, which company exactly aligns with your values. Because as we talked about several times this show, it's not going to happen. Is no ideological pl- uh, pure. I, there are very few paths of ideologically pure consumption uh, mm. nowadays. Is, it's simply mm-hmm. not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah, go fucking touch grass. Like, I don't know. I touch. Yeah, touch some grass.
2: Uh,
1: I don't know. I it's it's these 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 things in general are so wild because it because it is like, um, I I don't really understand the point of this performative allyship from like, just from like a fiscal standpoint. Cause if you really think about it, you have people like me who aren't, I'm not going to start buying your product. Cause I don't, cause like, I'm like, oh, this is a, like, this is a capitalist system. Anything you do is just genuine. Why? It, like, it doesn't matter what you say uh, because you're just trying to make money and I don't trust you. And so I'm not going to then buy the, the you have the majority of people in the middle who are just going to keep buying cuz they don't give a shit. And then you have a couple people like I feel like you're only losing money.
2: Like I don't know who you're gaining.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think
2: you get some people who will buy it for the novelty. Mm, yes. In the same way like I remember when I was like 22, I would buy like the Svetka bottle that had the red, white and blue on it cuz I'm like shit, look man, it's got red, white and blue <laughs> on it, check it out.
1: Okay. I bought, I guess. It as simple I as guess. that. But do you think that the bought... number of people outnumber the amount of people who will stop buying it because Honestly, i don't know or you think it's like pretty equal. I, that's I, what I i'm saying know, like it seems those... like a real lateral move i guess it's just if it is just a lateral move then I guess good on you because you're just making yeah. you're not you're not making any money i guess it lends a little bit more credence to the fact that you might mean it
2: yeah and there's a, there's a, there might be an element i don't know what the specifics of the Bud like can are or whatever but like there's there's also the the possibility that lends in like the corporate social responsibility. Like, maybe it's like, all right, this month for every mm. can we sell, we're going to donate, you know, every mm. case we sell, we're going to donate 5% to the Trevor Project. We're going to donate yeah. 10% to whatever. Like, yeah. there, there might be some element of that to mm. it, which, you know, that's, that, that's become more prominent in general. general, you know, corporate planning nowadays. Yeah. I just,
0: uh, I guess this is part cynical in me thinking this, what's the likelihood that this is performative to an extent of? Maybe something was going to come out that Bud Light was, or the Anheuser Bush was anti LGBT. So they dropped this as fast as they could to get it out there before whatever information was supposed to come out. Like, is there a chance that like they're like, oh shit, somebody's going to say something? So let's let's show that we're an ally, even though they might not necessarily feel it just to get out in front of it or to bite the bullet beforehand or whatever.
2: It'd be a pretty impressive, impressively quick rollout for them to have learned about the story. And they're like, all right, get the rainbow cans out. I guess there's no, you know, never say never, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why they're doing it now. I as mean, Prime month's in June, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. you can't
2: celebrate LGBT. Well, it's the LGBT yeah. community any time oh, of the year, but like normally you're going to do something like that. Don't you time it for. You know, Pride Month. Perhaps.
1: Or, I mean, unless you're, you are legitimately, you're trying to either seem genuine or are genuine. Mm-hmm. You're just like, true. We just thought of this. There was no reason to wait. Like, you're just yeah. pu- pushing it off.
0: So, yeah. my my question would be I mean, there's a lot of anti trans, anti LGBT stuff going on in the United States as a whole, but very much Tennessee. But Anheuser Bush is Missouri. Yes. So, is there any like major legislation coming out through Missouri that they're trying Mm. to come out and be anti-legislative, like against that anti-LGBT legislation? Maybe they're trying to fight that, possibly, Mm. uh, instead of just. But I also feel like a a beer company releasing rainbow canes during Pride Month is more performative than this would be. Because that's just like, oh, everyone's doing it, so we're doing it, kind of. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very possible. Um, <clears throat> the uh, the rainbow thing, I do I do admire, uh, you know, Button, you know, I guess Coors Light not backing down for the rainbow thing. Uh, this has become a, a bit of an issue in the NHL. They have these like, uh, you know, Hockey is for everyone nights where they have. Uh, players, you know, going out in either rainbow jerseys or they got a rainbow patch on their jerseys at some point. And there have been enough hockey players who have, it's become a bit of a thing now where they, like a team has one of these pride nights and it, it suddenly everybody comes like a eagle eye, like, okay, who's not going to wear the jersey? Because there's always like one dude. On, on whatever hockey team that just decides they're not going to wear the jersey because it conflicts with their religious beliefs or something along those lines, uh, for the Flyers it was Ivan Provorov. Uh, you know they had a Pride night a couple months ago, and you know a bunch of the beat reporters like Provorov not wearing the jersey, and they asked him about it afterwards. It's like oh, it's against my religion, I'm not going to wear it. And this has happened like almost. Every like the Rangers goalie, I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we didn't wear it a couple of nights ago, and it's become such a, a thing. And every single time it happens, it becomes a firestorm. That now a lot of NHL teams are basically just backing out of the Pride Night jersey entirely. Like we're not going to wear the jersey because it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. you know, it's causing too much of a controversy. Mm-hmm. Like it's, 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 it's creating the opposite of an inclusive environment because there's always like the one dude who doesn't wear it, and then it becomes a huge fight because the people are like, yeah, stand up for this guy's right to not wear the mm-hmm. jersey that his team. And so it, it, it I, it, it's sort of a short sighted thing in my mind because I'm like, yes, it, I'm sure it, crea- it, it creates a more inclusive environment because you don't have to worry about you know starting the fight, but then, then the people who don't agree with LGBT rights win mm-hmm. because they got what they wanted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is like the opposite that you of what you want uh, mm-hmm. is to be like, yeah, you know, we we don't want to. Because one dude on the Blackhawks doesn't want to wear the jersey, we're just not going to have the jersey night entirely. So we just basically cancel the night. Like it's, it, it seems like the, it's, I mean, there's a huge cultural uh, upheaval that sort of needs to happen in the NHL, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think. But it, it, that, that sort of grossed me out a little bit the way that, 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 that ostensibly a great night for, for hockey and inclusivity has sort of become poisonous over the last couple of months. So mm-hmm. I guess kudos to Bud Light for not doing that, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, good on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts on the rainbow can? Yeah.
0: Good, good on them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. my, my response is no, I still wouldn't drink the can just because it's still make my tum, tum hurt. And I don't mm-hmm. want my tum, tum to hurt. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rich doesn't want his tum-tum to hurt for LGBTQ <laughs> rights.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alright, uh, right, who's got a question?
1: Um, oh, I have a question that I would like to hear Tim's answer, but he can just answer it next time we talk to him. Um, oh, and also as a bummer to close that out, that previous conversation out, uh, Missouri did just pass anti-trans legislation uh Um, and uh it was about uh high school sports yeah um oh it's one of those things yeah um so that sucks but i want to know who you guys think uh the who who do you think is the band with the strongest discography front to back strongest no duds baby Oh, no duds, okay. mm. no duds, because right. it's mm. for me. It's a hundred. It is system of a down, one hundred percent, front to back. That's a good dis- one. Their discography mm. is flawless. Their first album is the weakest, but it's still very
0: good. I like. I'll admit there are some songs in some of their albums that I'm just like I don't dig as much. But you're right. Like it is
1: consistent like, over
0: Like. It is like I I find more enjoyment out of the songs I don't like as much than I do out of some other bands' baddest songs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So that's that's a good one.
2: That's, that that last the the hypnotize album doesn't really do it for me anymore. Mm. Uh, but... Yeah,
0: it doesn't
1: it doesn't hold up quite as much. But I I I will agree. But good. I think they're okay. still like pretty completely like I think I could. It's them. And I will also give my uh, honorable mention to the Mountain Goats because I can honestly put on any Mountain Goat song and I'm going to have a good time.
2: Well, I was g- Mountain Goats came to mind because they've been releasing an album like every year for the last like ten years now. <laughs> yeah, they, like, they like, have Darnell's se- on a heater,
1: several hundred songs, and they don't fucking stop. They're he and they're just all so ordinary. good.
2: <laughs> so the yeah, you guys know the show Poker Face. Uh, mm, Natasha yeah. Lyonne on yeah. it's like a like Ryan Johnson spin on like the weekly like villain of the week kind of whodunit thing there's a there is an episode about uh like a hard rock band like sort of living off of a 90s hit and John Darnielle is the guitarist of the band <laughs> oh nice he's, like, has a ton of, of lines in it he's very good um it's, like the moment he came on screen I'm like holy shit I think I think that's I think John, John Darnielle <laughs> <laughs> yeah he did great um and you know, he was writing songs in the bus, and suddenly John Darnielle writing songs on the bus. So, uh, band with the strongest discography, mm, 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 mm. System is a good pick. See, it's interesting because your System has also had the 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 element of brevity on their side. Uh, they, they that is that is full true That is
1: that is fully true. Yes, they have. Uh, I think mm-hmm. yeah, they have their self titled Toxicity, steal this album, mm-hmm. and then hypnotize, mesmerize but yeah you're yeah. you're right i think they it's like uh Seinfeld. they didn't have time to get bad yeah it's like you don't you just you're like I, we're good let's <laughs> stop
2: yeah yeah you gotta go out on top kind of um hmm. say, i guess you could you make an argument for didn't jeff buckley only put out that one album and <laughs> <laughs> you can be like oh hey there you go it was, mm-hmm. it was an incredible album with amazing yeah. highs and, and that was it I would not pick Jeff Buckley.
0: (laughs) I feel like this is going to be very on-brand for me, but I feel like there's not a single song in Dragon Force's full repertoire that I would ever skip. So I would say Dragon (laughs) Force probably has a a very solid full discography. But, Mm -hmm. like, that's very... In my Mm -hmm. opinion, that's a niche musical taste that, like... I,
1: I... So I think I... I think Dragon Force, from my in my experience, has just written the same song thousands of times. <laughs> and and yeah. they are so like I think Dragon Force, the pleasure. That song is good. <laughs> yeah. The pleasure for me, like really it comes from like the technical proficiency of all of them. Like it's just mm. so insane. It's just wild and mm. I love it. But like but I will say that you could put on Dragon Force is one of those bands that if I listened to for like twenty straight minutes, I would not know when one song ended and another began. Like I, I have, mm-hmm. I, I, both am not that familiar with them, and also think like they, they, you know, they have, they have a genre, they, and they do it really yeah. well. That power metal, I, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that's good. that's power metal in and of itself. It's like yeah, no, it's, you listen, it's, and, yeah, it's good. Yeah,
1: I don't want to yuck your gum. Dragon Force is
0: no. Like Here's I said, <laughs> this is very on brand for me. A hundred percent it's on brand for me. I totally expect like the only other one I could have thought of is again another one very on brand for me is the Megas. Mm. Um I've never heard a song that I did not like from the Megas, but they're all they they base all their music off of like Mega Man soundtracks and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And they even they do the Belmonts as well, which is uh Castlevania music.
2: Hmm. Hmm. then you add some heavy metal guitar in there yeah there now boy so i'm trying to think of like one like artsy fartsy kind of answer where it shows like how worldly i am (laughs) as, as a music fan where i'm like oh yes it was clearly um uh was it crowded house who did uh don't dream it's over why can't i think of the name it was a crowded house. It, it, it doesn't matter anyway, because that's not my answer, but like that's a stereotypical, like, oh, I'm a very thoughtful music fan. It turns out from, from STEM to stern, this is the, the, the group with the strongest discography. Um boy. So I'll tell you what, on a whim today, uh when I was going over to pick up my daughter, I decided to listen to CKY for the first time in a while. All right. And let me tell you a little something about CKY. They only put out like four albums, and they're all very good. They're all like very, <laughs> very good. So, excuse me, one, two, three, four, five. They've done five albums because so they put out another one a couple years ago, which is not that good. So it's, it's sort of working against my argument. But they're all like very good. Like they're a little, they're not like quite mainstream rock. Like they've got a little bit of like stoner rock, Queens of the Stone Age mm-hmm. thing to them, and then there's like a little bit of Rob Zombie with the lyrics, and then they've got like they throw in some proggy keyboards and stuff like that. Like they kind of just do whatever the hell they wanted to. Like it was like they, you know, a lot of it's skater music, but it's good. It's good. It's good. Interesting music. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and because they only put out like the four or five albums, like they didn't really just start, you know, deviating on themselves over and over and over again. <sighs> Boy, apart from them. <clears> hmm. <throat> oh, you know what? You know what? Soundgarden. Hmm. 'Cause they they had a big gap. Um, they had the the one album in the late eighties and then the couple albums in the nineties, and like Bad Motor Finger and Super Unknown are great. Mm-hmm. Uh and and then they put out an album in like 2014 that was also really good.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um uh, is it, uh, Kingdom God, something Kingdom Animal Kingdom or not no, that's a Disney park. <laughs> um it's a, it's a, it's a, but it's a it's a very good album uh by crooked steps is on there non-state actors, is a really good song on that um and look chris cornell just adds a high floor to everything uh and so that's the other one is like i'm not just picking exclusively bands that had only four or five releases but that does help because it avoids mm-hmm. you you know having the one or two missteps like i'm thinking my favorite bands like hold steady and cambria uh yeah. sevenfold uh or or Death cat for cutie or mm-hmm. you know you go down the list and you get you, you get like one or two when you get these albums that put out eight nine ten albums where you're like eh, i could go without listening to that mm-hmm. one nah, that one's not very good or oh, they try to do this on that album this is the one where they decide to incorporate a mandolin on every song and boy that didn't work and so mm-hmm. yeah I, I would say uh, let's go with those two let's go with um with uh cky sound garden sound my, my quote-unquote RT one, even though it's Soundgarden. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a big fan of Pearl Jam, but people who like mm-hmm. Pearl Jam tend to really like a lot of, or if not all of, the music that Pearl Jam has made. <laughs> uh, sorry, I guess what? we're I guess we're an anti-Pearl Jam podcast.
1: <laughs> I, I listen. I I wanna see (laughs) Learn. I I do. They're like maybe like three Pearl Jam songs, but Pearl Jam is. I defy
2: you to say, name one lyric of Yellow Lead better. It's honestly (laughs) Lead. It's oh, she, hey, where <laughs>
1: but I uh, listen that song is just I just think of the the vocals as just another instrument baby <laughs> it's, just, it's like a moog um the uh the no Pearl Jam. Pearl jam falls into a similar uh vein to Dragon force for me where it's just like a very uh, very consistent discography um oh, oh Paramore. Paramore, Paramore, is, yeah. There's an album they have not. I, I, I will admit that I have not listened to their newer stuff as much as like the first mm-hmm. two or three albums, but like it's all good. Like I haven't heard a song like they have Carly Rae Jepsen vibes.
2: Yeah, very much. Yeah. so. <laughs> their uh, they, their new song was that. Uh, this is why is pretty good. It's like very garagey.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing um, they're doing good stuff.
0: Can't can't I got, uh, I, can't I gotta listen no more. to more music. Faith no more.
2: Faith, no more. Uh, They they only have one like middling album, and they're they're you know again another band that put out like five or six albums, and Mm -hmm. every one of them's very good. Uh, The Hives, when you go back to the garage band Uh, uh, stuff, uh, very good. So I I know you asked for best, and I've named like six now, but (laughs) uh, but I'm just uh, saying I think
1: I I also I'm just because I somebody along uh, on Twitter posted what was the best. They said like Thirty Rock is one of the shows with like the most longevity and like it was like most shows when they get to like season six through eight kind of like fall off mm. and mm. dirty rock didn't do that and they were trying to figure out and it, it's, it's very similar where it's like it's just impressive when anybody does it when any band <laughs> yeah. is able to consistently just put out like really solid albums that i want to come back to because there are definitely yeah like there's definitely most, most bands will have like one or two albums. like i don't listen to you're the Black Rainbow, really, from Goheed. I just mm. don't.
2: Your boss. Uh, you have to. You the trick with that one is you have to basically pretend it's not a Coheed <laughs> and album, and you'll enjoy it a lot more.
1: Yeah, and what uh, that other yeah. one is fine. That the other one that's like not part of the mythos.
2: Oh, uh, something Color before be, the sun.
1: Yeah, that's a fine. It's a fine album, but it's just yeah. like that's not what I'm going to you for, guys. You know why I'm sure. here. <laughs>
2: yeah, 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 yeah. I want
0: space pirates, guys. Come on yeah. now. Yeah. Uh,
2: it's the same way like Judas Priest, like the the when in the middle of their career they started adding like a bunch of synths and they were doing like glam rock and it's like, come on, guys, what is this? Like, <laughs> you're Judas Priest, you're hell bent for leather, come on, and then and then in the 90s, and then 1990 comes around, like, you know what? Fuck it. Matt Casnell, one year old, you're <laughs> right. And then they put out Painkiller and it was <laughs> <laughs> The greatest heavy metal album of all time.
0: Uh Foo Fighters.
1: I will disagree mm. with you because I, I i like i think their first most album i think up to the with double album one i forget what that one was best of you on it
2: in your honor
1: yeah i think yeah. the first albums are phenomenal i think up to in your honor if they had stopped at in your honor i would have 100 percent be on board but after that i feel like they kind of got samey like
2: Oh, I, I would say Hard you can go rocky. up to Wasting Light for me because Wasting Light was a little bit more. They, they they had a little bit more edge to them on that one. Mm-hmm. I would say, however, I would say, make the same point that Sean did, but I would say that basically I haven't heard a Foo Fighters song that I've cared about in like ten years.
1: Mm-hmm. I I love I, I, I love yeah. them. I love them. Mm-hmm. I love Dave Grohl. I was devastated when Taylor Hawkins passed away, but like I think I. I don't think I think they're gonna put out another like really good album in like a couple years or five mm-hmm. or ten years. There's like mm-hmm. like out of nowhere, just drop an absolute bomb and mm-hmm.
2: then uh Yeah. Yeah. Any other bands with rock solid discographies? No um, no Ma- real I skips?
0: Matt, I'm surprised he didn't say Weezer. I know how much you love Weezer. Oh my God.
2: I mean, I'm scrolling through my iTunes now. Uh, I'm I'm gonna ignore the Weezer comments. Rich, and, <laughs> I, I'm trying. I'm trying to have a good time here tonight. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, this this one specifically for Sean Alien Ant Farm.
1: Okay, okay, I can get on board with that. That's very. <laughs> they,
2: they, I don't know. They it's, they, they put just, out four albums. They
1: yeah, they, but they Wait, also they also, put out four the, albums. Yeah,
2: yeah, they're good too. Wow, they have yep. they have. I they turn I into will, a pop rock band.
1: Yeah, I will say they have like they have some for sure standouts on all of their song mm-hmm. on all of their albums, but there are there are a lot of songs on there that I'm just kind of like okay, that's fine.
2: Yeah. yeah you got to you got to roll <laughs> you're going to roll your eyes once or twice. Uh, at a couple of them, but yeah, Rich, you genuinely might like some of like the later career Alien Ant Farm. When I say later career, <laughs> I mean like 2007. <laughs> yeah. Later uh, career, uh, two
0: years after they came out, The Office. All right, out yeah, out of the
2: blue. Yeah, boom, 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 uh, All right, I got a couple questions here. Mm-hmm. I got some some stuff we could discuss. Well, here we go. Um, we just did a lot of. You know what? Let me just do this one. Best nut question mark Well, the legumes the nuts and the stuff that comes in the mixed nut package what's your what's the best nut
0: so are we are we talking uh just specifically the nut itself or like if i were to say like honey roasted such and such like is that let's stick with
2: the let's stick with the i mean Let's, say, let's start with base nuts just the nut
0: <laughs> just the and basic wanna, and, and later nut.
2: on if you want to get real fancy and be like i want the you know maple glazed pecans then sure but let's start with the base nut it's sort of like the same way you could be like oh well i like scallops but i you know my favorite seafood is actually bacon wrapped scallops it's like well that's not fair uh, <laughs> you added you added bacon scallop so i uh-huh. let's start with the base nut There it is. The deluxe mixed nut package that Rich is holding in his hands from Wegmans. Um. I know for a fact that included in that package is pecans. Wait, no. Pecans are not in there, are they? Uh, Almonds, cashews. uh... And those are the big ones because those are my two favorites. Mm.
0: Cashews, almonds, pecans, and pistachios.
2: That's what it is. Pistachios. 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 But that's the answer is cashews
0: fun work oh it.
1: it mm,
2: mm, mm. mm, 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 mm. is nice creamy cashew oh
1: man i feel like they're waxy i like
2: a ac- connoisseur's nut
1: i'm gonna go with almonds because but I, I feel like honestly i was just thinking about them. like i think they're actually waxy but but in like a pleasant way it's like kind of like chewing on a like a candle <laughs> like, what I imagine it would be like, but I'm kind of into is, I'm it. I'm sorry, this
2: is your argument for your favorite nut?
1: <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm kind <laughs> of into how, like, yeah, I don't
0: know. Sean, you're going to hate this. The lowest tier is uh, uh, pecans for me. I do not the like them pecans? In, in, the, in that.
1: Oh, man, what about I, I, if you put them in a pie?
0: Get out of here. I <laughs> mean, maybe <laughs> if I had them in a pie, but straight up pecans, like, they're the, they're the worst of those. Okay. When I have because I, I I I don't like, I don't like their texture and everything. Um, I am I'm straight up. I'm a I'm a vanilla guy when it comes to the legumes, and I love a good old peanut. I just love a good old peanut. Mm-hmm. Give yeah. me the, uh,
2: the common man's the common man's peanut. Yeah. The, man of the um, people, rich Sweden.
0: But I could <laughs> I could also go for the um uh cashews. Cashews are good. Uh I don't like almonds plain. I don't like plain almonds. They oh, need I to love have plain like plain almonds.
1: They're like a little bit yeah, sweet. I've... I'm into it. But like bitter oh, yeah, at the they're... same time.
0: The problem it's is they're filling. too hard. That's my issue with, with, with almonds. They're like too hard and crunchy. Like
1: I'm just so strong,
0: I guess. <laughs> <laughs> just I guess my teeth are just
1: better than yours. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, like, like, heads are stiff nuts.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll get, I'll get like uh, occasionally, like if I go to Walmart or whatever, they'll have like the big bag of um, Blue Mountain chocolate dusted almonds, and I love those. Those are delicious. Hmm. But like almonds themselves, I just feel like they they're too hard, and they don't have enough of a flavor that like they don't have a noticeable enough flavor for a different taste. Like, like if you have them all, if I'm eating a bunch of legumes and nuts That's and great. I have them, throw them all in my <laughs> mouth and bust all those nuts in my mouth, I don't really notice the almonds as much.
2: Would you mind saying that again real
0: quick? Bust all the almonds and, oh, hold on, sorry, pick up. <laughs> bust all the nuts in my mouth. There we go. Tess, can we get like an echo effect on that too, please? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, do you want me to uh, yell it? I can push the mic back and. How many. That's okay. You guys. How many, rims, need, so. how many more takes do we need? How many more takes?
2: Can we get one that's confused?
0: Bust all the nuts in my mouth?
2: There we go. Now we're talking. Okay. That wasn't for Tess. That was for my ringtone.
0: Okay. Uh, that's fine. So,
2: yeah. So it's actually my ring back. My um, boss calls me yeah. now. It's, please enjoy the music while your party is reached uh the answer is cashews Cashew cashews a nice creamy nut Um, Mm. it's 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 delicious uh it is it is a a it is it makes you it makes you feel like you are getting like a decadent treat uh when you're just eating nuts uh, this is also a big, hit. there's also possibly a little bit of childhood memory with this. My grandfather always had nuts in his house, uh, cashews specifically. <laughs> and, uh, and they were always like, oh, I'm going to grandpa's. I'm going to take some of this planter's cashews. <laughs> and he'd be like, Matthew, you're eating my cashews. And he'd be like, <laughs> but, you know, in a very loving kind of way. So, uh, so yeah, I, I, cashews, are my number one, almonds are my number two, uh, pretty unequivocally uh pecans and pistachios are kind of duking it out for number three peanuts are, are, are right right in the middle like, yeah i can't go wrong with a good peanut um but uh I, I think cashews are pretty pretty unequivocally for me number one uh and so uh, cashew butter is like my one like <laughs> that's my birthday gift to myself every year <laughs> it's like around my birthday i'll go get a jar of cashew butter and it's like mm, cashew butter is very tasty so so i'm cashews sean is almonds cashews Bridges. are my
1: least favorite but you can have disgusting like, why you, you can, i i just don't i think it is it's big i don't know i i do not know i just know when i'm eating like a uh like a a handful of mixed nuts i look forward to cashews the least i'm like ah these guys they're like mm-hmm. the banana runts of mixed nuts <laughs> <laughs>
2: The meanest thing i ever <laughs> said. Ca- Cas- ca- Cas- ca- cashews and like mi- banana runt.
0: Cashews and in, in mixed nuts are like the uh, the rye bread pieces in trail mix and mix <laughs> trail mix. <laughs> Gnarly,
2: but what a what a pull. Uh, <laughs> all right, now we can go to nut preparation. You have your idea. You have your ideal treatment of nuts: honey roasted, and- chocolate dusted, maple glazed. Uh roasted, salted, unsalted, raw. What is what is your selection for the best H- nut preparation?
0: H- honey roasted anything. I know that's a cop out, but like I will have I'll have honey roasted almonds, I'll have honey roasted cashews, like uh, probably not um uh, uh uh pecans, but like pretty much anything else. Honey roasted whatever. I'm just if I ever go to like um, – I don't re- even remember the name of places because I don't go to places. Like Peddler's Village or anything like that, I find the carts outside that they're selling them in and I just get whatever they've got because it's just – I love them. I love them so much.
2: Pretty unequivocally for me, it's Honey Roasted Almond, specifically the almond because I think the Honey Roasted is an excellent touch uh, but it also bounced out the almond because like Honey Roasted Cashew is like almost a little bit too much. <laughs> um yeah, it's got the sweet and the creamy it's like a very heavy snack for me honey roasted almond though mm, perfect you get the you get the the sweetness you get the earthiness of the almond uh you know it's got that crunch to it mm, 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 mm. give me a honey roasted almond any day of the week mm-hmm. especially uh, as you mentioned rich those blue almond kind mm, mm-hmm. the blue diamond kind
0: Excuse yeah me. blue diamond they're great Hmm. Uh, it is uh,
1: candied pecans, pecans, candied pecans. That is a good one. Favorite. They're my favorite. I love them so much. Mm. I will just sit. If you put like a bowl in front of me, I will finish that bowl without even thinking. I will go full. I'll go. I'll, I'll. just black out and wake up with the pecan crumbs all over my face. I love them so
2: much. And just going a pecan bender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, they they hurt my teeth after a little bit. Like if I have like more than
0: mm-hmm. like
2: one or two like handfuls of them, they'll start like ah. Yeah, yeah, a little late in the game, but they are very good. And They remind me of Christmas.
0: Yeah, I I one time made a savory pasta dish with pistachios, but I can't remember the name mm. of what the sauce is called. But it was like pistachios, mm. like like pistachios, olive oil, and basil. What, what is it when it's like olive oil and basil? What is that sauce? Pesto. A pesto. Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. a pistachio pesto, um, pasta that I made, uh, that I got off of um, uh, a food food cha- uh, food um, uh, YouTube channel, mm. and I that was delicious. I loved it so much. I I think I have the recipe printed in my. Cabinet that I might I might try to meal prep that soon. Just get some mm. really good low carb pastas.
2: Mm. Alright. Chickpea
0: pasta, All right. go for that. Mmm, some bonza pasta. Yeah.
2: Get some of that bonza action. Alright. Who else? Who else? What do we got? Oh, we oh got? it's
0: me. It's me. All right, here we go. Here we go. Mr. Beast. Is he a saint or a sinner? Is he a good person or is he a bad person? (laughs) Um, So basically this is coming from, and this is again part of my uh, questions that I've gotten that are not very evergreen. uh, Because these videos that people were complaining about are at least two months old now. Or at least one of them is. Uh, He released a set of videos where one of them was him helping like 10,000 people get cataract surgery to where they can then see. People who haven't been able to see in a long time, he paid for their surgeries. And so there was this huge outcry of, oh, he's taking advantage of these people and he's a bad person. He's just doing this for the views. Um, and then he also has another channel on YouTube. He has the main Mr. Beast channel, which he did the Get making blind people see video. And then he has Beast Philanthropy, which is just all of his charitable endeavors he makes videos on and he did one where it was i just had it open he recently had a beast philanthropy from two months ago where it's we saved an orphanage and he had another one where they gave away twenty thousand shoes to kids in africa and again like the the blind people one the orphanage one and the kids in africa the shoes to africa are all like within two weeks apart of, of each other being released and people are just like these are just for the views and he's a bad person it's like <laughs> no no the, he's doing good shit he's a youtuber of course he's doing it to get some views but he's actually a good fucking person look at all the shit he does and it's just like it drives me fucking nuts <laughs> that people act this way. Because he's like... They're like, oh, he just does it for the views. He's not I, actually that good of a person. This is performative.
1: I, so I'm going to be Tim in this episode. <laughs> because hard disagree, I think Mr. Beast is a scumbag. And I... However, with a huge caveat, that I think he's doing a lot of really good things. But I think you can be a scumbag and do a lot of really good things. I think he is... Mm-hmm. He he gives me the exact same vibes as Elon Musk, and I think if the philanthropy that he's doing wasn't paying him as much as he as it is, he would be doing something completely different. Like he, it is just I th- I think it is just happenstance that Mr. Beast found his niche and it was philanthropy. I think he would I think he is a very money driven person. And he's a very much a, he seems like a very, and uh, I and this is obviously all my perception of him. I don't, I do not know him, but this is my perception. The vibes I'm getting, it's just, he would, he would have done anything to get to the point that he is like where he is now. He's a, I think he's very much a grind set kind of dude. And I think that he is, yeah, I think it's just, it is. Fortunate for the planet that the way that he makes money is philanthropy. Like, it's, it is fortunate for, for, it's incredibly fortunate for those people who are blind and can now see. I think it exposes, I think people who are like, he shouldn't do this because it's performative, like that kind of, that criticism I think is dumb and doesn't make sense. I think, I, I, I think he should do these things because I think on the one hand, he has done it. And on the other hand, he has, exposed the fact that uh, it is incredibly cost effective to see and it's still out of a lot of people like a lot of a lot of people's reach. Like you could you could conceivably without like in terms of like the fiscal impact, it wouldn't be that great to make so many people be able to see, which is like, we live in a world that is made for you to see. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't know. You make it, you make it so much easier for these people to exist in the world for such little money. Uh, You know, uh, for-profit healthcare is immoral. But, but I, so I think what Mr. Beast is doing is good. He's doing good things, but I don't think he himself is good. I think those are two separate
0: things. See, I like that take. I like, I I can't say I disagree with it. I'm not going to say I 100% 100% do or don't agree with it I like but I like that take because a lot of the people that had their problems with these videos did not pay any mind to what these videos did for the world and did for the people they mm. just complained that Mr. Beast did that yeah I and think, it's I like think that's the I don't the know. the vision video like people would complain of the fact that like, oh they weren't actually blind they just had cataracts and it's like either way they couldn't they could not work is the mm. problem and all of these people had a 30 minute surgery that let them now see and he paid for it all and now these people can be more contributing and and, and mm. n- not only contributing to society but can just enjoy their lives again and be happy again cuz many of them were just down yeah. and depressed and just upset and it's yeah. like he's, he, whether he's a good or bad person, which I've seen documentaries, the way he acted about things, I don't think he necessarily is the greatest person. I think he's, he, he might be kind of a douche to some of his employees and whatnot for sure, but he does a lot of good in the world and he might counteract counterbalance some of that, yeah, kind of a douchiness to being like, oh, I'm still trying to do good anyway. Like, I, which is, like, yeah, it just, it made me mad that people were, like, oh, this is all bad because he's Mm -hmm. doing it, and not, oh, well, look at what he did and how he helped the world. Yeah, he could probably be a bad person, but look at what he did. Like, can we respect what he did, whether it was for the cliques or not? He gave 20,000 kids shoes in Africa. Like,
2: uh,
0: he's doing charitable things for whether you th- think they're right reasons or not, he's doing these charitable things that a lot of the other rich people out there aren't fucking doing mm-hmm. at all. I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I, well, I, th- I think a valid criticism of him is that he does, it's like a lot of what he's doing is exploitative and like he could in theory, I don't know. I think, I think it is. I understand what people were like, you know, you could in theory just pay for all these people to get, they're saying it's like, well, yeah, but then he wouldn't have done it at all. So like Well,
0: and and the the thing is at least for the beast philanthropy, yeah, he could have done the 2000 the 20,000 Shoes. He could have saved the orphanage and not posted a video on it. But the only reason he has this page and he's able to do a lot of this stuff is because of the money he's making from these channels. So and this is like reasonable doubt right now because I don't, I don't have his financial statements, the money he's putting, he's getting from the potential, what you could consider potentially exploitive of these people is going towards more philanthropic endeavors and not just in his pockets and coffers.
2: So Sean, Sean, it sounds like the, the argument is like, yes, in the short term, he is, you know, Donating tons of money, donating tons of, of clothing, shoes, and everything like that. But he's more emblematic of a problem where yeah, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. The, he, it he's, shouldn't more, he's, he's more the the emblematic of the. It should. He shouldn't be. You shouldn't. He shouldn't have to. As, like, these, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He
1: shouldn't have like his his niche should not exist. There should not exist a yeah.
2: world in which these
1: people can't pay for to be. These people can't pay to see, and like you, you know, or these children can't afford can't ha- don't have shoes. Like all of these things. Yeah, I think it's just like, it's easy to look at him and be like, that's bad. But like, it's kind of displaced, because like, what, what do you do? Because he's, he's tackling these small, mm-hmm. like these symptoms of huge issues that so it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think it's you feel kind of, I, I think a lot of activists and people who agree with what he's doing, but like, have really confused feelings about how he's going about it. I think those people are, I think that's an expression of feeling impotent and being like, I don't have, you know, like I don't have, like I can't do anything and this is so bad. I need to be angry about it. So I'm going to be angry at the, like, it's misplaced. I think yeah. to be mad at him for doing something good, regardless of whether he's a good or bad person. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. I think you have to be like, be be reasonable about it. Like we have a system in place and yeah, it sucks that he needs to exist, but he does. And it's good mm-hmm. that he does in our broken system.
0: And like, um. for instance, the I, I feel like at least the blind video, I like he did the blind video on his main page, not as a philanthropy page. Um, and so that like might have raised a little bit more of concern instead of it being, oh, like he, this is what he did for charity and philanthropy. He was just like, oh, here's my main page. Here's my silly stuff that I do. And I let people see. And I feel like that brought brought to attention a lot of people like oh i i didn't know that like cataracts was just fixable by surgery or this and that and like that was something i didn't realize and i watched this video and i'm like why isn't this more accessible Mm. why aren't we funding surgeries like this and it's it goes into a line of how shittily put together our government is right now yeah
2: uh, it, will, it, it will likely surprise you guys No, you know that I've never heard of this guy. Yeah, uh, he is <laughs> uh, okay, well, a complete, complete zero in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the first I'm learning of him. Uh, I have in my brief uh, scouring of Wikipedia. Here's a line. He went viral in 2017 after his, quote, counting to 100,000, unquote, video earned him tens of thousands of views in just a few days. Um, so based on that, I'm inclined to believe with Sean that he is actually the harbinger of doomsday. <laughs> um, just I mean, give me a fucking he, break. Sure, uh, he's yeah.
0: when when he first started, he had some stupid videos, and even now he's got some stupid videos. I can't help but watch them because I find them entertaining because I have a pea brain. But it's he, yeah, he's got some stupid content. I totally agree. Um,
2: yeah, yeah I, I, I will defer to your guys' knowledge of. of Either I, I his think his content or yeah, his public I, persona. I, I don't
1: know. I think you can go either way on him. And uh, I don't think I. This is another situation which I'm like, you know, there's worse things going on. And at the end of the day, he's putting. A, it's net good. You know, best of a. Yeah,
2: I'm kind of laying where you guys landed on it, which is basically like. I mean, where Sean was roughly landing was basically like, look, is it, it's not ideal from an ethical standpoint that this guy uh you know can sort of profit off of philanthropy at the same time um you know the, the the shoes that are donated or the money that's donated that money's still good that money still works uh mm-hmm. and it still does a lot of good for a lot of people mm-hmm. so they're not getting they're not giving it back because of the source uh the source material uh if, if this guy is actually an unsavory character which i uh, you know may I, perhaps he is again talking to my ass because mm. i it's, i didn't know this guy existed this, this happens every couple of weeks we're just like a famous online person like they uh uh I, I realized i was old i was watching snl a couple months ago uh on replay the day after we were recording <laughs> it and uh and they had a sketch about like the try guys and i was like uh oh, this is yeah i'm i'm the old person because the, the joke <laughs> of the sketch was that it was cnn like the two CNN, anchors, like there was a CNN field reporter out there reporting on like whatever Try Guys uh, controversy was going on at the time. And the two anchors were like, I didn't know about that. i don't like, ever heard of these guys. That was the whole joke. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm the anchors. I am the joke. I have never <laughs> heard of the Try Guys. I don't know what this is. This is, is a complete and utter other world to me.
0: <laughs> that that Try Guys thing is so stupid, too. It's so dumb.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Any other thoughts on Mr. Beast? Mr.
0: Beast. If you had told me it was a restaurant, I would have believed you. It also is a restaurant. He he, he does have a restaurant in North Jersey. It's Beast Burger. Uh, (laughs) um, (laughs) uh, I do want to ask any listeners, like, reach out to us on Twitter and whatnot. Let us know what you think of this question. Yeah. All of of our listeners, let us know. Any of them, man. What you Uh. think of. Beast, Mr. Beast, or any other questions we've approached. What's your favorite nut?
2: Donaldson's (laughs) brother is also a YouTuber and has more than 4.34 million subscribers as of April 2023. (sighs) (laughs) The Brose podcast is available on all major podcasting platforms. You can follow us on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. Facebook at Rose podcast and Instagram at brose underscore podcast. Uh, and if you want your question answered on the air, if you want to uh, give us some commentary on our responses to this week's questions, email it to brose questions at gmail.com. That's brose questions at gmail.com. Special thanks as always to Mary O'Brien for compiling our listener questions to Tess Riley for editing our show to shannon vogel who designed our world famous logo you can find shannon's work at vogel art shop on facebook that's v-o-g-e-l or find her storefront on etsy.com and our theme music is when by steven siebert you can listen to steven's work at the free music archive time for twitter and plugs and all that stuff rich we'll start with you
0: uh, check me out on Twitter at B underscore Walnuts and you can find me on twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts uh, playing a bunch of Apex legends in the month of April. Um, you can also find me on uh Podquest, the weekly nerdy talk show.
2: Sean, Mr. Beast has 134 million YouTube subscribers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm sickened. Uh, what is going on with uh, your, your, your online person do you have 134 million followers on twitter for or your your your, um, you, on, your my YouTube, on my youtube on my yeah team?
1: my frisbee golf youtube uh, slow i'm uh quickly approaching that milestone uh i'll get mm. my diamond play button soon enough
0: <laughs> hell yeah
1: um so that would be ob disc golf if you want to see me throwing frisbees and then if you want to uh i don't even know what i tweet about uh but whatever uh hey it's sob that's twitter
2: Tim's Twitter handle is at Tim R. Hansen on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. And my plug for this week? hmm, Go Sixers. Playoffs are starting soon.
0: Go Sixers. Say goodbye. Go Sixers.
2: Clap your hands, everybody, for Philadelphia 76ers. Stomp your feet. Say goodbye to the gentle listeners, everybody. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, the entire Action Moves team. Move. My name is My- Matt C- Oh. <laughs> My name is Matt Casnell. Reminding you all to... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 ers 10, nine, eight, 76ers. That song plays at the end of every win. Nice. And be smart about being stupid.